afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the En Route Podcast. I know it's been a minute since we threw an episode up here, but you know, my parents always told me that anticipation is better than the real thing. So I hope you guys have been anticipating this episode as much as I have. I'm super excited. I have a special guest with me here. Her name is Kaylee Cato. She owns her own business called Fuel Nutrition. She coaches here with us at Route 33, and uh, she's just been doing an amazing job um, programming. Uh, different diets and meal plans for the members here. And, uh, you know, how are you doing today, Kaylee? I'm doing great, Marston. Thanks. Awesome. That was a little bit lame of an introduction on my part. I apologize, but we're not restarting this episode. So we're going to keep going. Now, Kaylee, I have a quick question for you. Just just to start this off, I know that you are, your official title is a registered dietitian nutritionist. Now, what what makes you... Like what, what would make someone want to go to you rather than me if I went online and I just got a nutrition certification and start handing out meal plans, called myself a nutrition guru? What makes you better than me? Yeah. So as a registered dietitian nutritionist, I went through the proper schooling in order to get that title. I did four years of undergrad at Bowling Green University um, with a degree in dietetics. So I did go through that four years of schooling there. Um, and then after that, all registered dietitians have to complete a 1,200 credit hour um, internship alongside of registered dietitians. So I was working with registered dietitians to complete that in um, the clinical setting, in outpatient, in the community. So a vast variety of, of different areas. I was working with um, patients and clients and working with other registered dietitians. Um, and then while I was doing that, I also pursued my master's degree in exercise science. So I've got that piece of the puzzle as well. Jeez, okay, fine. It looks like you're better than me in all sorts of ways. Well, that's a good episode, guys. I think we're uh, we're going to come back another time. I'm going to find myself a different guest. But uh, anyway, so as you can see, Kaylee's pretty legit. So I brought Kaylee in today just to... Um, just to kind of debunk a couple nutrition myths. Uh, um, you know, I've been in the fitness industry for quite a long time, about 10 years now, and I've been asked every question under the sun, as I assume you have as well. So I just want to hit you with a couple questions. And I have one right off the bat that, that kind of hurt my soul when you told me this. But um, what what do you think about coconut oil? Because I've been told, you know, it's it's the miracle. It's the miracle oil. Yet you tell me, I can't eat it anymore. And now I cry myself to sleep at night. So, of course, to start off with, um, all things in moderation, right? So, uh, yes, you can have coconut oil. But, I mean, when you were telling me that you were put eating a jar of it um, a day, that might be a little excessive. So, um, yes, all things in moderation, of course. But the thing that a lot of people don't understand about coconut oil is even though it is from a plant source, it is still very high in saturated fats. And those are the oils and fats that we want to try and stay away from. So saturated fats come mostly from animal sources, um, such as your beef, your chicken, that kind of a thing. Um, but also coconut oil is the plant source that has the most saturated fat. And you know this because at room temperature, it is solid. All right. So your oils, um, olive oil, that kind of thing, those come from plants and those are liquid at room temperature. So that's how you know that it is good to go for you. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that. Now, why, why are saturated fats worse for you? So saturated fats are um, not as good for us because if you think about how it is on the outside, right, if it's 
um, solid at room temperature. Think about how that's going to be in your body. So saturated fats are going to be what clog our arteries, can lead to heart disease later on in life. So by having those oils, that keeps things moving, um, holds on to those, you hear cholesterols, you holds on to those as that's moving the fat through your body. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Now, kind of moving on from that. Thank you for that. Uh, so I do, I have found avocado oil and it's delicious and I think it's my new, it's my new love. So I have replaced coconut oil. I'm sorry, coconut oil, but avocado oil just takes the cake here. So I cook with avocado oil now. I think you're a little aggressive. I don't know if I said jar. All right, I just large spoonful would be more adequate with each meal, you know, with the six to seven meals a day. So I guess close to half a jar. It depends. It's also a Costco jar. So, I mean, those are large. So it takes a while to kind of go through that. Now, you know, me being the genius I am. I also understand, okay, sugar's not very, you know, not very good for you. Now, would you say we need some sugar? Absolutely. Yes. So it depends on the kind of sugar. So refined sugars, table sugar, for example, brown sugar, those kinds of things are going to be the sugars we'll want to stay away from. Um, natural sugars. So the sugars that are found in fruit, fructose, that's a natural sugar and, um, dairy lactose. That's also a natural sugar. Those sugars are good for us. Those are the ones that we're going to want to eat more of. Okay, so how? So what? What's the difference between fructose, lactose, and let's just say um, table sugar? Yeah. So the difference is that table sugar, all it is providing is a calorie in the form of a carb. Um, whereas if you're getting sugar that is found in dairy or fruit, you're also getting the other benefits of what is in that dairy and fruit product. So the fruit, you're going to get fiber. You're going to um, have all of those nutrients that are found in fruit. Similar with the dairy, you're going to get um, a good natural source of fat or um, a good natural source of protein. That's the really big one with, with dairy is getting that protein in too. So those other factors in those foods totally outweigh what that sugar could cause in the body. Okay. So uh, let's say I'm a client of yours. You tell me that. And then um, I come back to you a week later and I'm like, you know, okay, I really appreciate you telling me this. I'm so happy. I've been mainline orange juice. You know, I've been crushing the cranberry juice. I got Welch's filling my, my, my uh, refrigerator. What do you say to that? Yeah. So again, um, that is one of those instances where the whole fruit would be better than the juice. So a serving of fruit juice is four ounces. And if you don't know what four ounces looks like, it's a, if you hold your hand up, it's about two inches worth. That's about a serving of fruit juice. So when you drive through McDonald's and you're like, I'm going to take a large orange juice. Yeah, sure. You're getting fruit in that, but I mean, that's how many servings of that sugar you don't need quite that much. And it's not providing a whole lot else. You lose a lot of that fiber once you break down um, the fruit. So it, it strips it of some of those nutrients. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So, so orange juice. So it's better without the fiber, your body, it kind of skips a little bit of the digestion process. And that's where you see the, the rapid spikes of insulin and blood sugar levels. Or am I just, am I crazy? No, no, that's absolutely right. You are a genius, Marcin. Awesome. I knew my online certification that I don't have was worth something. I got it. I got it. All right. So I got a quick question for you just because it's something that I'm curious about. If so, 
what what would you say the biggest difference? What if I were to say, okay, you know, I want to eat healthier. I'm going to eat complex carbohydrates over. I would say, I guess, simple simple carbs. So I guess that would be like brown rice over white rice. What what what's the difference there? Yeah. So those complex carbs are going to be the carbohydrates that are found in those. Um, foods that provide a lot more nutrients. So simple carbs are going to come from those table sugars, the fruits, um, things like that, where those complex carbs are going to come from those grains that you're getting, sweet potatoes, um, that kind of a thing. So by having those, again, you're providing a lot more of that nutritional value um, from what you're getting, and it takes the body a whole heck of a lot longer to digest that. Um, so instead of your blood sugar, like Marston was saying, spiking up really high, it will be more regulated as you're consuming those foods. Fats and proteins slow down that blood sugar in the body. So just just to clarify here, so no matter what, sugar, it will always be sugar and will always have the same effect on your body. But the way you ingest sugar and the way you digest sugar differs depending on what you're eating. And when you're eating like a complex carbohydrate over a simple carbohydrate, one, it causes the body to take longer to digest so you don't see those rapid spikes in blood sugar and then the insulin levels and then you're storing more fat and all that stuff. And two, you get more of a high, or like a, your nutritional value per the food you're eating is much higher. So you get way more with that. So it's not necessarily that the sugar is different. It's that the fruit or the food that you're eating with that sugar is much better for you, therefore much higher in value and your body does a better job of digesting. Yes. Oh my God, I'm so smart. <laughs> I could regurgitate the information you're giving to me perfectly. <laughs> this is great. This is great. Awesome, awesome. So I got a question for you. Tomato sauce. You know, I like pizza. So when I when I'm told, you know, when I'm a kid and you know, apparently my vegetable serving is tomato sauce on a pizza, you as a registered dietitian nutritionist, what would you say? Yeah, so and this takes me back to even my middle school, high school days where when they were giving us a food, I remember one of our meals was Bosco sticks. Um, and if you don't if you're not familiar with what that is, it is a breadstick filled with cheese. Um, and our vegetable serving was tomato sauce. That's what they counted as our actual vegetable serving with that meal. So the grain, of course, was the bread, the protein was the cheese, and then the vegetable was the the pasta sauce, which was awful looking back on that. And again, that goes back to the same thing of, well, what's really in that sauce? So a lot of those jarred sauces packed with sugar, not the good kind of sugar, right? The table sugar that they're adding in. Um, so again, it's adding those calories without adding any other nutrients. Another thing is sodium. So they're adding in a lot of salt to make it taste good as well. And salt's another thing that we really want to try and stay away from. And of course, as you're breaking down that food already, you're stripping some of the nutrition value away from it. So Yes, that would not be a vegetable serving per se that you would, that would be one of your better options. So instead going for diced tomatoes as opposed to a jarred tomato sauce. Okay, well, first off, how dare you <clears throat> tell me that I need to limit my sodium intake, okay? I fitness and therefore sweat and need my electrolytes. So can you please elaborate and tell me why suddenly you're, I can't have salt? Yeah, so by eating more salt, that causes our blood pressure to rise over time, which can lead to 
heart disease later on in life. So making sure that our sodium intake is lower so we can more easily pump that blood through our body um, is going to be what's most beneficial. Interesting. Okay. Awesome. Now, so listen, uh, from what you're telling me, you know, carbs are the enemy, right? Even though you're not technically telling me that, but I'm just going to go with this. Carbs are the enemy. You know, I, simple sugar, complex, this is too complicated for me. I just, you know, my puny brain can't comprehend what you're saying. So thank God for keto. Because now I can just eat fat for the rest of my life and lose weight, which it sounds amazing to me. So, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So, and that kind of touches a little bit on fad diets too. So the ketogenic diet was originally um, brought up um, in a clinical setting. So it works. And the reason why it um, does what it does is you're starving the brain. The brain and the muscles use carbohydrates as fuel. So what you're essentially doing by stripping all of those carbs is you are taking away that fuel for the brain. So this diet was traditionally thought up for people with brain disorders, um, traumatic brain injury, epilepsy. So it starves the brain so that they are not able to, for example, have the seizure. So um, then our society decided, well, if it works in a clinical population, um, let's try it out for ourselves and see how this goes. Um, And a lot of people, when they think ketogenic, they think low sugar or all the meats, right? I just want to eat all the meat, all the bacon, and I just can only have a little bit of sugar. Well, What ketogenic is, is it's actually no sugar, right? So you can't even have a little bit or your body is not moving into what they call ketosis or producing those ketone bodies and using that as fuel instead of carbs. So if you are only doing keto for, say, four days out of the week and then on your weekends you stop it, are you really getting the benefit of that? Not so much because then you're moving your body in and out of that ketosis. Um, So... The ketogenic diet, again, it it wasn't made for our population, and no, it doesn't mean all the meats either. So what it means is it's a high-fat diet. So you're not you're eating about the same amount of protein as you normally would. So again, you don't really necessarily need to get any more meat than what you were doing before. What you really need to increase is that fat. And again, that goes back to, well, what are our good sources of fat? Um, and those are our oils, our nuts, our seeds, that kind of thing, as opposed to I want to eat all the bacon. Okay. So that's, that's interesting. Um, so let me get this straight. So in order for to actually obtain or reach ketosis, you really, it's, it's zero sugar, which is tough because a lot of things like, let's say I eat bacon, but it's candied bacon. Now, you know, it's not just bacon. So a lot of things come with sugar. So even if it's, you know, smoked or hickory or it's, you know, whatever bacon you're eating, most of it has sugar added anyway. So, are, I guess that begs the question of how many people doing keto are actually reaching ketosis. Now, my next, my next kind of point would be, what is keto good for you if you are sticking to the unsaturated fats, the healthy fats, you're not eating any sugar? Like, is this a diet that can become a lifestyle if you do it 100% or is starving the brain, does that have negative health effects in the long term that people just haven't realized yet? 
Yeah, so that's a, that's a really great question, Marston. There have been some studies on this that have shown that over time, the ketogenic diet does help with um, regulating blood sugars. It does help with weight loss. Um, but that begs the question of, well, is this really because your body is in that ketogenic state or is it because you are reducing your calories overall? We don't know. And unfortunately, there haven't been any long, very long-term studies on what the ketogenic diet does in the long term. So we're still trying to figure out how this will affect our bodies if we do it for 20. Okay, guys, I'm sorry uh, for the little confusion here, and I understand it cut off. This is the second segment of this episode. Um, somebody tried to call me on my phone, therefore pausing the podcast. We do have to resume just to kind of go over what we were just talking about. We were talking about fad diets, talking about the keto diet, uh, just kind of the health effects, both the benefits and kind of the negative sides of the keto diet. And then we were just kind of going into just – the difference in mentality between a fad diet and just kind of changing your lifestyle and the way you eat to promote long-term improvements in health. So I guess my question to you, Kaylee, is I know that you do nutrition programs for people. What after, I mean, once somebody achieves their goal, really, what, what, what's the next step? Do you like, let's say I wanted to work with you long-term you did a nutrition program for me. I achieved my goal. Then what? Then, then what's the plan after that? Is there a program for maintaining where I am or do you are you there to provide advice and guidance? Yeah, absolutely. So there's always something to strive for, right? Whether that is losing 15 pounds or being healthy, we want to keep away from those chronic diseases. So that's really the end goal for everyone is not to get diabetes, not to get heart disease, not to um, to be able to live on as long as you can into those later years. So that's really what our goal is, whether we know it or not. And in order to achieve that, you can't do a three-month plan and then come off of it and then do whatever you want. You have to be able to maintain um, that healthy eating lifestyle for the rest of your life um, while still enjoying your life, of course. Um, you don't have to eat chicken, broccoli, and rice three times a day for the rest of your life. I mean, of course, enjoying what you're doing, enjoying the food, having that good relationship with food and nutrition, um, and eating those healthy foods as, as you live on. Awesome. And I think that's fantastic advice. Now, speaking of advice, I'm coming in. I am, I am really out of shape. I'm like, I'm a, I'm a big dude. I'm coming in. I'm like, Kaylee, Listen, I struggled. I just don't know where to start. Oh, God, I, I just don't even want to get out of bed, let alone sometimes it's hard to get out of bed. What What can I – what's one small step I can take that you think will make a big difference? Yeah, so, I mean, of course, everyone's a little bit different. So um, I would have to ask you what your current lifestyle is. Um, if you're having trouble getting out of bed, is that an energy issue? Are you not eating the right foods? Um, what are you eating? What does that look like for you? Um, we would go through those questions, figure out what that big point is. Um, and then from there, we would really focus on that one thing um, that's really causing all of that to kind of happen. So I understand um, you can't make all of these changes. I can't tell you to um, go off and change all of these things at once. Like say you're drinking 10 sodas a day, eating a pound of bacon for breakfast. Um, 
what what I would find is what is that big thing? What's the one thing that we can really focus on? So instead, maybe instead of having 10 sodas a day, we're taking it down to five. And instead of having a pound of bacon, we're taking it down to a half a pound of bacon. Finding those changes over the long term um, so that it's sustainable, so that it's something that you can work through, um, that would be the way that we would approach that. Awesome. All right. And then uh, just a couple just – couple last things for you, uh, just so the people here at Route 33 Fitness can kind of get you to know you, get to know you a little bit while I said route. I don't know if you guys can hear, but Carrie's over here in the background judging me. <laughs> this is not a judgment-free zone, just for any listeners out there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> just kidding. She's very nice. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, I was informed by Adam, Nick, and Allie that it's actually Route 33. If you listen to our last podcast, it is Route 33 Fitness. It is not Route, even though it's actually Route 33, but we'll say it's Route for for the owners here <laughs> but yeah you know us new englanders i guess we just say things incorrectly i don't know if, if you're not from ohio please help me in this argument it is soda okay it is not pop <laughs> all right soda <laughs> soda it's soda right do you eat supper or dinner i eat dinner what is supper <laughs> What is supper? I eat dinner and I don't drink soda, but if I did, I would call it soda. <laughs> you know, what do you call it, Kaylee? I call it pop. What in the world? This she is now discredited. Alright, we forget everything. Do you do the wash or do you wash? Wait, are you serious? Is that a thing? Wash Are you telling me that you say when I need to wash my clothing, I need to go wash my clothing? I need to wash my clothing. <laughs> Are you serious? That's how my dad says it. That's how my grandma says it. So when I was in Australia, they say, you know how we say I'm going to take a shower. All right. They say I'm going to have a shower. I'm going to have a bath. I'm going to have a walk instead of take. You know You know what I mean? Is it tomato or is it tomato? It's tomato. And See, in, in Australia, it was tomato but potato. And then I was having an argument with the person. I was like, well, why do you say potato instead of potato? And I was like, good question. And then they switched. They said tomato. I was like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, Kaylee, quick question for you. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Oh, gosh. Uh, probably. Goodness. That's a tough one because there's just so many good superpowers. Probably to be invisible. Because I, I'm very much like my me time. So when I, I want to wind down for the day, um, I just like to not have anyone else bug me. So that's, yeah. Okay. All right. What's the number one show you're watching on Netflix right now? Parks and Rec. Awesome. Okay. Have you seen the new Stranger Things? I have not. No. How dare you. Discredited. <laughs> Discredited. Discredited. Anyway, guys, you can find Kaylee Kato here at Route 33, where we wash all of our clothing and eat tomatoes and potatoes. All right. All sorts of fitness, fun facts, and nutrition info here. Uh, her company, once again, is called Fuel Nutrition. She is doing an amazing job, gets after fitness, not as good as I am. Just kidding. She's much better at me than me in many 
anyways. All right. She is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to nutrition. So please don't hesitate to reach out to her and ask for any advice. Uh, she'd be more than happy to help you guys out and just get you going through her own programs. I thank you for joining us today, Kaylee. Thank you, Marston, for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure, obviously. Uh, I've taken much time out of my day for this. All right. Thank you again, Kaylee. I uh, hope you all are – I'm not restarting this. Thank you all for joining us for this episode, and I can't wait to have you guys join us for the next. And done.